Well, how about that? Michigan 30, Ohio State 24. The game lived up to the entire billing and all the hype all season long. This is a live edition of Lockdown Big Ten. Be a part of it. Hit me up with comments. Let's talk. Immediate reaction. Michigan and Ohio State live. Lockdown Big Ten starts now. You are Locked On Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day throughout the week. And now as we go live here on Saturday, immediate post-game reaction from Ohio State and Michigan at the Big House. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. That's what we do here. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. We'll uh, iron it all out, uh, series by series of this game, the big game at Ann Arbor today. We'll talk about what's next for Michigan and what's next for Ohio State. Plus, there were many other Big Ten rivalry season-ending games today. We will get to all of that. And then I'll have my final thoughts as well. Along the way, if you're catching us live here on YouTube, hit us up with the comments. We're going to answer some of those live as we roll through this here. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. We do this Every weekday, Monday through Friday, if you're new to us, if you're just discovering us here this weekend, we would love to have you anytime. And that's one of the reasons we go live here on the weekend to kind of catch new people right in the midst of the excitement of the game that just finished. All right, let's get into it here. Lots to talk about. Uh, both teams kind of feeling each other out just a little bit. Uh, a couple of three and outs to start the ball game, a couple of punts. Uh, Ohio State stalled on its second drive and punted the ball away, too as did Michigan, had the 79-yard punt at that point. It wasn't until each team had the ball the third time in the game that things got interesting. Kyle McCord threw his uh, fifth interception of the season early on. It was a great play by Will Johnson. He got the interception for the Wolverines on a pass to Marvin Harrison Jr., their go-to guy. Michigan and uh, they ended up being a first and goal at the seven-yard line for, uh, for Michigan. Blake Corm ends up running it in. Four straight runs right up the middle. Michigan doing what Michigan does. Blake Corum, you get to the goal line. He's getting the ball. There's no question about it. They had to do it four straight times to get him in. I thought he got in on that third down play, but they said he did not. Didn't have a good angle between the overhead and the goal line. And uh, he finally punched it in on the fourth try. 536 to go in the first quarter. He scored in every game this year for the Michigan Wolverines. And they take a 7-0 lead early on. But then Ohio State, they get the ball back. Kamakor with a nice 24-yard pass to Marvin Harrison Jr. There was a personal foul on Michigan at that point. Hands to the face, another 15 yards down to the Michigan 27-yard line. And uh, there was an amazing pass breakup on a pass at the goal line by Michael Barrett uh, to, to stop that. And then the crowd was getting going, and Ohio State had to take a timeout. Play clock was winding down. They end up uh, throwing an incomplete pass and then had to settle for a field goal, a 43-yarder with 2.13 to go in the first quarter. But they got on the scoreboard. It's 7-3. Now both teams are in a little bit of a flow, and we get um, 
a seven, three score They're They're into it. They know they're in for a battle at this point. Michigan then gets the ball back the next time. Uh, and that's when, um, the Buckeyes, they had to call another timeout, had to waste one there because Michigan starts going with their beefy package with their extra offensive linemen. They did it a lot against Maryland the previous week. So they do it here. Ohio state didn't have the right personnel. They got to burn a timeout. And that was right before the end of the first quarter. So we go to the second quarter, still seven, three Michigan at this point, it was a fourth down fourth and one from the Ohio state 38 and Michigan then has to call a timeout. They got the wrong personnel in there, but then uh, Corum uh, ends up running and barely gets the first down. Huge collision. Uh, Tommy Eichenberg, the linebacker for Ohio State, Corum, the powerful running back. They do get the first down. There was a third and eight where J.J. McCarthy ran the ball for a first down. I thought, well, that's the one he got the favorable spot for a first down. They reviewed it and then said, no, he didn't quite make the line. That was the right call on replay. They fixed it, got it right. And um, by the way, that was the first glance that we saw that J.J. McCarthy could run. He looked fine today running the football. Uh, there, He got hurt in a Penn State game, they said. Remember, I, we talked about this on this podcast on Lockdown Big Ten. People said he was hurt before the Maryland game. I wondered if he was hurt in the Penn State game. Because remember, they ran the ball 32 straight times in the game. He hasn't really looked right since. I think he went some 13 quarters without a touchdown. And it turns out we were right. That's what you come here for uh, lockdown Big Ten for. Anyway, um, there was that play. The, then they did the quick pass play to Colston, the tight end, or Colston Loveland for a first down to the Ohio State 22 yard line. Then I thought what, this was probably the big, big first key of the game. If you were a Michigan fan, you loved it. If you were an Ohio State fan, you felt like you got robbed here a little bit. So JJ McCarthy, he throws the touchdown pass to Roman Wilson. Wilson's 11th touchdown of the season. Now, first of all, before we even decide whether that was a catch, a fumble, an interception, whatever you want to call it in the end zone, McCarthy's throw off his back foot right in between two defenders to get it to Wilson. I thought it was one of the most pinpoint passes I've ever seen. It was an incredible throw, no matter who you're rooting for. And um, But on the way down, Denzel Burke rips the ball away, and then there was the question on the review whether – Wilson actually controlled the ball on the way down or was it still bobbling a little bit? Cause if he was bobbling it by the time they hit the ground, that might've been an Ohio state interception. They don't overturn it. I think he did bobble a little, but I think as soon as he crossed the goal line, I think he had the ball rested on the pad. It only has to be a split second of control across the goal line for the touchdown. I think that's what the officials on replay decided at the very least they decided they didn't have enough to overturn it. You saw Ryan Day was hot over that, complaining through the entire commercial break after that one, thought he got robbed on that one. But the call on the field stands. Michigan takes a 14-3 lead, 10-22 to go in the second. That was a 14-play, 75-yard drive, 6.51 off the clock there. Meanwhile, Ohio State, when they get the ball back, they try and put something together. And I, they made some nice plays here, too. Kyle McCord, the 32-yard pass play to Cade Stover. Beautiful pass down to the Michigan 33-yard line. Uh, by the way, on that drive, there was a play where Michigan, uh, one of the defensive linemen, thought they were being held. They called holding on the defensive lineman for Michigan. I can't remember his name. But uh, I don't think I've ever seen a defensive lineman called for holding like that. And uh, that's what the officials saw. That's what they called on that play. So with the penalty, 
Uh, Kyle McCord then finds Emeka Ekbuka on the three-yard touchdown pass. It was incredible. That's with uh, 627 to go on the half. Ohio State answers right back. 14 to 10, Michigan still has the lead, but the Buckeyes with the touchdown capping off a very impressive seven-play, 73-yard drive. It took three minutes and 50 seconds off the game, so nice job by the Buckeyes there. Michigan, when they get the ball back, J.J. McCarthy passes to Cornelius Johnson for 19 yards at the uh, down the sideline, an amazing pass. I thought he was just going to throw it away, and he just threaded the needle right in there and got the pass play while rolling out again, showing signs that he's very healthy with his legs. And then um, a huge play, probably the biggest play for the Buckeyes at this point defensively when Michael Hall Jr. and Jack Sawyer, they end up sacking J.J. McCarthy on the next play on third down. They get the stop. Michigan punts down to the two-yard line with three and a half minutes to go in the half. And then um, Ohio State, on their last drive of the half, they end up, uh, Kyle McCord had the 46-yard pass play to Marvin Harrison Jr., and um, that was despite a pass interference on Johnson. The, he still made the catch. Incredible play. And uh, got down to the 42-yard line. This is about a minute to go in the half. They end up uh, being on a, in a fourth-and-two situation. And Jake Fielding had to uh, settle for a 52-yard field goal attempt, which, by the way, was wide left. Um, so we go into the locker room, 14-10. I, I, obviously, Ohio State would have loved to add those points. So 14-10 is the halftime score. We'll get to some of your comments here in just a minute. Um, second half, Michigan comes right out. They get a field, a drive and a field goal. A 50-yarder, no gimme. Uh, James Turner to open up the half and take a 17-10 lead. And then Travion Henderson, give him a lot of credit for the Ohio State Buckeyes. He was hurt. Remember, he missed uh, three games with a bad uh, bad ankle, and now he's got uh, he's got a – he re-injured it, and he was uh, he was taped up at halftime. Came out, ran strong. I thought he's the guy that makes this offense go. Travion Henderson, the three-yard touchdown, and uh, eight straight runs on that play for the Buckeyes. That's what Michigan does. Ohio State did to Michigan what Michigan does. So, very impressive drive there. Five just under six minutes to go in the third. We're all tied up in the big game, 17-17, and another impressive 12-play, 75-yard drive for the Buckeyes that chewed up six minutes a clock. Uh, absolutely amazing. Next drive for Michigan. This was a key point of the game. Ohio State had just tied the game. J.J. McCarthy's doing a little running, a little passing, trying to get things going. Zach Minter, their senior right guard, has a gruesome leg injury. They had to stop the game. Guy's 6'6", 322 pounds. The leader of this powerful offensive line, he goes down, has to be carted off the field. And the next play, Blake Corum, boom, left side, 22-yard touchdown. Gets the crowd back into it. Caps off a seven-play, 75-yard drive. Uh, took three minutes and 30 seconds. He holds up the 6'5 for Minter. And uh, everybody's very inspired at this point. Now, so uh, so Michigan's up 24-17 here, right? Then on the next Ohio State series, Quentin Johnson hits Emeka Abuka uh, on an incomplete pass. Just as soon as the ball got there, just blew him up in the chest. It was below the head. It was a legal hit. And so that was the second down play, incomplete. Third down, they don't get it. They have to punt. Huge momentum swings. Michigan had the injury. Then they scored the touchdown to break open the tie, and then a great defensive play and defensive stand. That was that was the key 
to the ball game at that point. As we go into the fourth quarter, Michigan answers right back, a 34-yard uh, pass, a trick play from running back Donovan Edwards, throwing it to Colson Loveland. And uh, this is Sharon Moore, the offensive coordinator, in for the uh, for, for Jim Harbaugh, who was suspended with a little trick play, getting aggressive there. And it absolutely worked. And then they ultimately, though, have to settle for a field goal there to go up by two scores. It was the right play. Kick the field goal on fourth down. You got to get up by two scores here, 27-17, with just under 12 minutes to go in, in the game. Ohio State gets the ball back after that on the 35 because Michigan made a rare mistake and the kickoff went out of bounds for a 10-yard penalty. So a shorter field for Ohio State. Kyle McCord hooks up with Julian Fleming on a 28-yard uh, touch or a 28-yard pass to the Michigan 25, and then McCord finds Marvin Harrison Jr. on a 13-yard touchdown from 14 yards out. And the Buckeyes cut it to 27-24, eight minutes to go. If you don't have your popcorn ready at this point, you better because it's a nail-biting time. Um, Eight-play, 65-yard drive, 352. Both teams did an awesome job of just driving the ball, just big, big boy football. It's what you would expect from these guys. So we go to the fourth quarter. This is another big key in the game. Michigan, they take the ball over th up three points. And um, they uh, with 8.05 to go, right? 8.05 to go, and they just chew clock. Um, so down to like a minute, minute 15 to go. Fourth down, uh, James Turner ends up kicking a 37-yard field goal to pad the score to 30-24. to 24. That way, Ohio State can't beat you with the field goal. They need the touchdown, all right? It's a six-point lead for Michigan. And then Ohio State, their last drive of the game, they are moving the ball. Nice 22-yard pass play to Marvin Harrison Jr. He didn't get out of bounds. I thought that was key. Clock kept running there. And then Julian Fleming had that catch, and they ruled it a catch and a fumble as opposed to an incomplete pass. Lucky for them, Agbuka was there to recover the ball down at the Michigan 37-yard line. But then Rod Moore, uh, when Kamal Court is under intense pressure, throws it over the middle. Rod Moore gets the interception. Game over. Michigan runs out the clock and wins it 30 to 24 in an absolutely amazing football game. That's it in a rundown chronologically. You know, that's what I like to do on these live programs. Going to come back and hit your comments. I see you live, a bunch of you out there as uh, we're going live here on Lockdown Big Ten on YouTube on a Saturday afternoon. Want to get your reaction, your take, some interesting calls by the officials, uh, some great plays by both sides on this football uh, game. So we'll get to that. Plus, eventually, before we leave, we'll get to the other Big Ten rivalry season-ending games that took place around the Big Ten as well. So all that is coming up in just one minute, live, Locked on Big Ten. We'll uh, take care of all that in just a minute. You know, eBay Motors, I want to tell you about them, our friends over there. Uh, they have passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy, whether you put your football team together or your ride or die. Keep it alive. Uh, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need and all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the W. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right, uh, let's get your reaction. Michigan and Ohio State, the game. Let's uh, go to some comments here and see what's on the big board. And uh, let's see. Uh, Thomas is obviously a uh, Michigan fan. Just a big old let's go blue. Uh, Jeremy Biss checking in with Hawkeyes, baby. Because Michigan is now going to play the Iowa Hawkeyes for the Big Ten Championship. The Hawkeyes had an amazing season with injuries, no offense to speak of, and yet they won 10 games. My hat is off to the Hawkeyes, and they do have a legitimate defense, by the way. They get to play Michigan next. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Gip checking in with Gold Blue. And uh, J-Mommy checking in. It's always a good day when Michigan beats the team down south again. It's three in a row. Ryan Day can't be loving life right now. That is three in a row. Uh, Kellen checking in. Let's see here. What they're going to say now? Go blue. A hashtag bet. Yeah, you can suspend a coach. You can say they cheated. What? I mean, <laughs> we've covered all this from top to bottom here on Lockdown Big Ten. Uh, there's going to be a lot of trash talking going back and forth. No doubt about it. Uh, Antoine, that was a beautiful game. Uh, good and clean. Uh, Michigan, Michigan football is better. Uh, was a better team today. And uh, Lafayette checking in, saying, I am salty. Uh, Michael checking in. Ryan Day is the modern-day John Cooper. Got to go. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, I've defended Ryan Day. He's Yeah, he's lost to Michigan three times in a row. That's bad. Some people are going to talk about hot seat, media, all that. I did a piece on Lockdown Big Ten three days ago that said, hey, would he be interested in the Texas A&M job? Because I'm sure they're going to call to replace Jimbo Fisher. But Ryan Day has won 90% of his football games in five years at Ohio State. Are you really going to get rid of a guy who's won 90% of his games? I don't think so. Not everybody agrees with me on that, by the way. Uh, never a sheep. Go blue. They should offer Ryan Day a lifetime contract. Yeah, Michigan fans want to keep him there because they keep beating him. Ryan Day. He hey, he was hot on a couple of those plays with the official. Here's another one. Chris H. Crying day. Couldn't get it done again. Um, <laughs> anyway, I won't read the rest of that one. Uh, all them Buckeye fans real quiet right now, according to Austin. Bob Sacamano checking in from the Seinfeld show. Really hope Michigan wins it all just to watch everyone cry like babies. Here's some more crying, Ryan. Uh, 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 net Meg says, I admit I had some doubts anyway, uh, keep the text coming in. We will get to all of them. And, um, this has been a lot of fun. We're going to keep on, we're going to keep on going here. We're going to stay on for a while for sure. Uh, let us, uh, get a few more things rolling here. I want to put our banner up again. That's, uh, at, uh, uh, talk big 10, number 10. That's our website. Talkbig10.com. Check that out. Of course, you see me on Twitter at talk big 10, number 10, and, uh, your live comments coming in here on the YouTube stream, which we'll continue to get to. And by the way, we always take comments as well uh, when we're on Monday through Friday, even though we may not be live when you're watching, uh, but we go back and, and catch all those. You guys have been great. Um, if you haven't done so already, or if you're just discovering us now, or maybe you have Big Ten friends that don't know about us, we would love you to spread the word. 
want to thank all of you for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day. You everydayers, you make that happen for us. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, be sure to subscribe down below, if you will. It's free. It's simple. It's easy. It's one click here on YouTube, and you can share and follow and like Lockdown Big Ten, your team, every day. We love doing this podcast. We took it over in June. We had like 1,200 subscribers when we took it over. We're about to hit 5,000 here in the next week or two because of you guys. Help us out. Keep us strong. We absolutely love it. All right, quickly, before we get back to more of your comments on today's game, there were other games this weekend, some season-ending rivalries. Uh, of course, yesterday there were two games where Iowa beat Nebraska 13-10 to 10 in the most typical Iowa way. It's, it's, it's hilarious. And this is the team that's going to play for a Big Ten championship against Michigan next week. 13 to 10, the over-under kept going lower and lower and setting records each week from Vegas and our friends at FanDuel. Set it at 26. That's where it finally got too low for me. I thought, hmm, I don't know. But there were only 23 points scored in the game. They hit the under again, and they're the only team in the history of college football, Iowa is, to average a mere 250 yards per game and still win 10 games. Nobody's ever even come close. They've won four of their 10 games with 15 or fewer points. That I don't think has been done since 1991 off the top of my head. And they do it. You know, they don't have any players left. Everybody's hurt. Cade McNamara, starting quarterback. Uh, Eric All, uh, Luke Lachey, all these tight ends are hurt. Cooper DeGene hurt. Then, then they got to make a substitution at kicker because their kicker uh, wasn't doing too well. Uh, Stevens, uh, Drew Stevens had two kicks blocked and kicked a couple of kickoffs out of bounds. So. Kirk Ferentz, with the game on the line, goes to his backup kicker who had never kicked before, ever, played uh, for Iowa anyway, played uh, three years at Central Michigan, was getting ready to quit football, go work on his engineering degree, go start his career. Iowa calls him, he comes in, he's the backup all year, done kicked the ball all year, comes in with no time, with like seconds left, kicks the game winner, barely crawls over the uprights from 38 yards out, Iowa wins the game. I mean, it's a, it's. I would say it's a thing of beauty, but they just win ugly, and they just win over and over and over again. Uh, also in that game, Ethan uh, Herkett uh, intercepted uh, Choba Purdy to set up that field goal as well. Interception with 15 seconds left, runs it down to the 37-yard line. They end up in a kick, kicking the ball. Nebraska finishes five and seven, so no bowl game for Matt Rule. They had a they lost their last couple of games, including one in overtime against Wisconsin. So they don't get that six win to become bowl eligible. Sad to say for Huskers fans, but you know what, Huskers, you guys did it to yourselves this year. Three more turnovers in this game, thirty-one turnovers for the season. That's a bold subdivision record this year, or that leads the way. And that's not a category you want to lead in with thirty-one. The other game yesterday, Penn State, 42-0 over Michigan State. Uh, wow. I, look, Penn State's a way better team than Michigan State. Michigan State has had its problems, but Penn State has been trying to figure out who they are as well. Um, what they are is 10-2. and two. James Franklin, two years in a row, 10-2, and two, two years in a row. The only two losses are to Michigan and Ohio State, and everybody's putting heat on them because they didn't take that next step up there. And after the game, James Franklin says, yeah, I look, most teams would kill to be 10 and two. I know what the expectations are here at, at Penn state. And I embrace those expectations. They will get a new year six bowl bid. There's no doubt about that. But the interesting thing is here, you all know the story after the Michigan game, they fired their offensive coordinator, Mike Yersich and uh, Juwan Cedar. And also uh, Ty Howell have been calling the plays the past couple of games. And 
they were mixing it up and throwing it around and running the ball. And it looked, it looked like a different offense. It really did. Drew Aller, 292 yards and two touchdowns. Catron Allen had a career high, 137 yards on the ground. Nick Singleton, 118 yards and a touchdown. And he was running to the outside. We don't see that. A couple catches for 68 yards. In all, the much maligned Penn State offense had 586 yards of offense in this game. And it was balanced with 303 on the ground and 283 in the air. It's a thing of beauty. Even Bo Perbula came in. Their backup quarterback passed for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown. Um, and then for Michigan State, look, Harlan Barnett, he was asked to be the interim head coach when Mel Tucker got fired in September. Uh, that's all over with now. And I think a hiring announcement is imminent. I, there was a Final Four list we talked about last week. Um, we'll see if Michigan State makes an announcement this weekend or early next week as to who their next head football coach would be. If you want to hit me up on comments on who you'd like it to be. I don't think it's going to be Urban Meyer. I don't think it's going to be Urban Meyer. So sorry if that's what you wanted. Indiana and Purdue, the 98th running for the old Oaken Bucket, went back and forth, back and forth. Uh, Indiana took the lead with about five minutes to go, 31-28. Field goal, two and a half minutes to go, though. Purdue scores a touchdown to take a 35-31 lead. That was the final score. Boilermakers win. Ryan Walters in his first year gets the old oaken bucket. And uh, Tom Allen, uh, disappointing year for the Hoosiers, no doubt about it. Um, but anyway, uh, Northwestern uh, in Illinois. Northwestern just gets games going right now. Just started 6-5. Uh, and five. Illinois five and six. They need a win to be bowl eligible. Also, just starting Wisconsin six and five at Minnesota five and six. Minnesota's got to have this one to be bowl eligible. Plus, they're at home. That's on FS1. And Maryland and Rutgers both six and five going head to head. FanDuel had this a one point game. Maryland a one point favorite. So it should be a nail biter down to the end. That's on the Big Ten Network. Also, while I have your attention, I'll tell you that locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today, here for you 24-7. They put all of our great programs on it. I'm on there from time to time with this show. Uh, everybody's on there. It is a 24-7 streaming channel, so check that out as well. Let's hit a few more comments here and uh, get some more reaction to what's going on. Uh, let's see here. Trying to figure out where we left off. Uh, let's see. DD, what's up, Craig? Hey, man, I'm good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, says, proud to be a uh, born Michigan Wolverine. There you go. With a lot of emojis. Appreciate that. Uh, already with a prediction, Michigan 34, Iowa 10 next week. Okay. You think the Iowa uh, offense will score 10 on that Michigan defense? Maybe. I, I don't think that's a crazy score, by the way, 34-10. Um Let's see here. There's another one. It's great to be a Michigan Wolverine. Never a sheep signs. Uh, let's see. Everywhere there are signs. Go blue. And what else we got here? Read a couple of more. Jeremy checking in. Michigan was going to get rid of Harbaugh for the same reason. So why not? I don't look. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how much more suspension is coming from the old NCAA investigation. I don't know if Harbaugh's heart is at riding it out with Michigan. There's supposedly a new contract on the table. Uh, it has not been announced. I don't know if he wants to go to the NFL. I really don't. It's part of me, I mean, human nature, I would be tired of all the uh, everything going on with the NCAA and look for an escape. We're kind of like Pete Carroll did at USC back in the day. But I don't know. I, I do not know. I don't have the, the answer to what's going to go on there. 
Uh, let's see here. John checking in. Started with an interception, ended with an interception. That's right. Uh, big swing of momentum in that game. And those were those were big. Go Blue checking in with Go Blue. Great game. Sure was. And let's see here. Oh, that's right. Wait, what was that y'all said about signs? I got you. I got you now. Um, can you think of any excuses Ohio State may have? Uh, Mark checking with that. Look, I don't know. I, I thought I thought Ohio State played a good football game. Uh, I, both did. Both sides did. I know that talk radio in Columbus, Ohio is going to be talking about that Roman Wilson touchdown that they think he bobbled. I don't know. I think ultimately at the end of the day, they had to keep that um, keep that where it was. I, I don't think you could have overturned that call under any scenario. I really don't. So uh, anyway, um, coming up, I have some final thoughts. Any more comments you want to fire away? We'd love to hear from you as we are live here on Locked on Big Ten. We'll uh, take a look at what you have to say and some final thoughts moving forward to the Big Ten Championship game, among other things, as we are live here on a Saturday, Locked On Big Ten. Stay with us. Maybe you were fortunate enough to go to a game, but that means somebody had to buy some tickets, and sometimes that can be stressful. So check out Game Time and the Game Time app, and it has events to everything, not just college football, basketball. NFL, concerts, comedy shows, whatever you have in town, you can get the tickets through Game Time and their app. They've got last-minute tickets. They've got flash deals, zone deals. They have what I like the best. It shows you the view on your phone, the picture view of that from that seat that you're about to buy, and you can decide if you like it or not, if it's good enough or not. they got uh, deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, maybe even after an hour after it starts. Like when I was in L.A., everybody was late for everything. You just get the tickets whenever you can. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Uh, Terms apply. Again, create an account, and the redeem code is LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Um, kind of some final thoughts here as uh, we continue here on Lockdown Big Ten and some things to think about moving forward. Uh, first of all, we now know the Big Ten championship game a week from tonight in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, and it'll be the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Michigan Wolverines. Jim Harbaugh will be back on the sidelines with his team. Of course, uh, the Wolverines lost a big offensive lineman today and in the injury that we talked about earlier. As for Ryan Day, look, they're still going to get a really good bowl game. I don't know if they get into the Final Four college football playoffs. A lot of things would still have to happen. It happened last year, both Michigan and Ohio State got in, but I think we're looking at like eight teams trying to fill up those last few spots in the playoffs. I just don't think it's in the cards for Ohio State this year, but maybe. You never know. A close loss on the road at Michigan. Maybe. Just maybe, Buckeye fans. Keep your fingers crossed. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out. We'll have all the bowl games that will be announced 
And of course, we'll be covering them. We'll be previewing all of them. I mean, all, all but like three teams of the Big Ten are going to a bowl games. Well, actually, I take that back. We got a couple more that teams will have to be decided here today, but we could. Could have that many uh, in there. And we'll uh, preview them all, all those bowl games with Big Ten teams here throughout the month of December and January as well. There will be coaching changes, uh, certainly. We are waiting first and foremost on the Michigan State situation. There could, there could be some others. There could be some coordinators, all that kind of stuff. We're also into basketball season, men's and women's basketball in the Big Ten. It's awesome. And uh, we're going to probably spend a little bit more time on that as well. A um, lot of football still. So don't, you know, a lot of football, but we'll have a lot of some basketball as it starts to get serious as it get closer to conference play. And uh, we'll still continue to have all of our features. Some of them will uh, transfer from football oriented to basketball oriented, like our uh, power rankings that we do in the middle of the week, every week and, um, and stuff, our, our picks instead of pigskin picks, we'll still do them with the bowl games. They'll still be pigskin picks, but we may throw in some basketball picks as well. So it's kind of fun. We have, if you are new to us, if you're just discovering us here on a Saturday, again, thank you very much for discovering us. Uh, let's take another peek at uh, a couple more uh, comments, if you will. Let's see. Um, Big Ten should try and help Ryan Day from uh, Tice. I'm not sure what that means. Mel says, uh, a great job by Sharon Moore. Absolutely. And TJ96, Buckeye Tears are delicious. Hashtag go blue. All right. Uh, Thomas says, yeah, Ryan Day going to Texas A&M now. I, yeah, again, I, I, I speculate about it because I think they made the call last week to him. And uh, there was some speculation on some message boards out at College Station last week. So we discussed the possibility. I don't think there's any way he goes. And I don't think Ohio State's going to do anything to him. I mean, 90% of your games you win. Yeah, you've lost three to Michigan. Nobody's happy about that. Don't forget, their athletic director's retiring in June. He didn't want to make a change right now. So if Ryan Day wants to stay, Ryan Day is going to stay. But anyway, uh, thank you all for your comments here. As we have gone live on this Saturday, we'll be back with our next episode, recapping this whole weekend on Monday like usual. We both have a, a video and an audio version. There's a video version on YouTube and, of course, the audio version wherever you get your podcasts. So be on the lookout for all of that. Um, and in many ways for you to interact with me on Twitter or X at uh, TalkBig10, number 10. The comments here on YouTube. And, of course, don't forget our website, talkbig 10 Dot com. Let's talk big 10, number 10. And um, for the rest of you subscribe, if you don't mind, and you can uh, follow this podcast, wherever you get your podcast, you get the latest one as soon as it's available each and every day. And also don't forget about uh, locked on launching the first ever national 24 seven streaming channel on YouTube with locked on sports today. So look for that as well. In the meantime, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my weekend, as I hope you do, too. What a what a great season of college football this has been. Thank you for being along with us for the ride, if you've been from the beginning or whether you're new to this podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. I'm Craig Scheman for a live version of Locked On Big Ten.